0: online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand.
1: Well, listen to Russell Brand on the radio. BBC Radio 2. What's the matter with your it's face? loud. Look, listen to that. It's It's the beginning of a show. We are pre-recorded. It's not live. We're pre-recorded because I'm in America now. Living my life. Just getting on with things. Uh, Lauren Laverne done very well last week. Thank you, Lauren Laverne. Before that, what was it best of? Whoa. What Whoa, a show!
2: Another best of.
1: <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> truly best. Truly, the best of. Yeah, this this but this really is the best. Which reminds me that that uh, song we just played was from the best of Morrissey, the greatest hits of Morrissey. Oh, and what's this? This is my signed Morrissey album. I'm here, of course, with Matt Morgan. Uh, he is my co-presenter. All right, Matt. Hello. And there's Mr. G, poet laureate. Fig- so see this thing. what? Shout. See this thing off Morrissey Russell. Oh, it's a signed album of Morrissey. There's Morrissey's lovely face in a reverie, and eyes Russell's closed. There's Russell's
2: handwriting. Russell, <laughs> my disky whisk, always Morrissey. Well, why don't is. you two just get a room?
1: Well, I would like very much to be in a room with Morrissey. I don't know how to express myself. We've got a hell of a show coming up for you later. We've got uh, Richard Madeley. He's going to be on at some point. Excellent. Be good, it? because we've got some of like Richard's quotes here. Listen to some of these things that Richard has actually said. Uh I really love ducks, they've always got a smile on their face, ha <laughs> <laughs> Richard Madeley thinking that inside his mind. Dolphins have, but ducks haven't. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, ducks, if any, they look indifferent, don't Very they? Very
2: indifferent, yeah. And they can't, even if they wanted to express something with their mouth, they couldn't because it's hard beak.
1: Utterly rigid, isn't yeah. it? Inexpressive How can a
2: duck orifice? express anything it can't even raise its eyebrows?
1: If a duck, you're never going to know what mood a duck is. If you was in a relationship with a duck, it's just it's always pretty much you're going to have to take it as neutral. Oh, unless gonna... it's like, whack, whack, <laughs> ah! It can express fear, dread. Yeah. And flapping and moving about. Yeah, but it's, that's it. So, first, the duck has really got two states. Neutral and anxious. Do you think it's like a prisoner in its own body? Yeah, well, you've always said this of the horse, Matt. That the horse always. looks like it's a prisoner of its own body, looking down, self-conscious, embarrassed about its own equine nature. Here is some more Richard Madeley announcements to the world. <laughs> what do you make of the call to smack? on your naughty child's body a criminal offence I'd go down for it I asked this openly should I have been arrested <laughs> I asked this openly and lovely I think some if you do live daytime TV day after day you would get to the point where it probably don't make that much difference to you being on the telly so you're not thinking constantly or I won't say for example to Darren Brown can we have a wooden stake some petroleum and a rope because we are burning you at the end of the show <laughs> presumably as a witch rather than some sort of protest against these programmes that John Lydon quote's amazing yeah do that one he said to john
2: Lydon, if i if i could throw a fishing rod into the corridors of time and reel you in you'd throttle you
1: wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> what i was <laughs> like throw a fishing rope or fishing, fishing rod. rod into the corridors why throw of time. you You've got to hold one end. Otherwise it's just there in the corridors of time. You'd probably never be able to retrieve the fishing rods. You must so you mean John little
2: now as a grown yes. man go oh, that kid and throttle himself.
1: Grown up John Lydon would object to adolescent John Lydon, I suppose is his point, but why make that in such a bizarre, abstract <laughs> quantum <laughs> way? Why don't you go you wouldn't like you as a kid, would you? that's the that's the minimum we'll amount of words you expressed the same idea uh,
2: If I had a fishing rod and there was a quantum time corridor and uh, you threw that I threw that in there you'd yeah. throttle you wouldn't you? You? What?
1: Because because what he's done is at the beginning of the sentence he's bombarded you with so many images about of the corridor and the fishing rod that you're not really aware what's going on anymore. Yeah, I mean, confusing. Poor old Lydon. I've been in Antigua on holiday. Went away there for a couple of weeks. That is why later on in the show we'll be playing. Yeah, what's that CD, Max, on your desk? It's oh, like the, Ian Daniel. The has gone that,
2: but not forgotten.
1: Gone but not forgotten. Right, that is by Ian Daniel, who is the uh, cleaner. I think housekeeper. I don't know what you're supposed to call her. Of my room, Barbara. She was lovely woman. Came to the room. I've made quite an impression on her, showing her bits that I, you know where I was in the paper what? or whatever. Oh right, <laughs> do, you still do that. That's pathetic. So what? People are interested in my scraps. People like to see my scraps. scraps with you. <laughs> no, because I was getting the newspapers over there. Then I go, oh, have you seen this today? Pictures of me from my film doing sex scenes were in the paper. Vanessa Feltz had a go, right? Vanessa Felts, like who I've always thought of as all right, goes um. Fancy oh, even. Br- yeah well remember the idea always was pushing her face into a gatto during the act of love making I think you'd have to push it <laughs> yeah, I thought you it you meant have it'd have be, be restraining it it <laughs> 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 alright Vanessa I ain't even got my willy out yet we're not while we're still in the bakery <laughs> that's behind a <the> glass panel get <laughs> Vanessa Sarah Lee needs to
2: defrost <laughs> <laughs> you'll hurt your teeth
1: <laughs> respect Sarah Lee's work Vanessa yeah right, she sort of goes oh like I thought Russell like would be like was a sex god i saw these, saw them pictures of him in his film he looks podgy or pudgy or something she could talk but i oh, know that's out of order isn't it because i've always when people have a go in this film it's going, i don't have a go just because she's a clever woman first chance she gets she has a go at me for being pudgy or podgy can't remember which also i've seen them pictures i look bloody gorgeous you should t- have you not seen them um
2: yes where you're sort of doing oh, actually, over over backwards. Yeah.
1: I don't know I look nice?
2: You look fine.
1: What fine? You hesitated. What? You, I listened back to that Guinness Book of Records show. You proper ballsed up that banana record. How we dare were so you? close then. <laughs> Should we try and get it before we go away? Because we're off to America soon, or I am? No, because that's on Friday and I don't. What do you mean? I want to be known
2: for other things. And no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you're ever to be known for anything, it will be banana eating. Well, anyway, I really liked this Barbara, and I can only imagine that that's reason enough to play her husband's music. It'll
2: be all right, won't it? What did she think about your um, snippings?
1: She liked the old snippings. She was always very. Uh, thinking about it now actually she's never said much and always just said i have to leave and would <laughs> hurriedly <laughs> depart often getting a bit of dirty mop water and <laughs> brushing it up against me she was lovely and then did you see that michael palin said that he thinks i'm really good and no. michael palin now monty python goes i'm really good he said russell's really good not i'm really good he was never a boastful man unlike me and uh, he uh, says i'm really good and like peter sellers and i'm anti-establishment and stuff and he How's likes he bite- me was
2: he bite- was he
1: I don't know what he's basing it on, mate. That is not. They have to ask Michael. It's, I don't know. It's a whimsical musing at best. He might be listening. Thank you, Michael Palin. That's why, whilst I'm writing this film, let's write Michael Palin into it. Yeah playing the part of, I don't know, saying, Corey, Your or, dad. Who can play old Ron Brand, Michael Palin. That's the, the role he was born to play. Eight yeah.
2: days around the world with
1: prostitutes. <laughs> 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 the, the trip should have taken a week, but we were spending so much time in VD clinics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crikey. I don't know. What a palaver. OK, so we've got that coming up. We've got Richard Madeley. well, news Newsround presenter, Ellie... It's really obvious that I've just picked up a bit of paper to tell what's on the show. Well, apparently, what we're doing is, uh, newsround presenter, Ellie cruzel is going to explain in simple terms what happened to the rogue trader, cos Matt is
2: interested. Good, finally. Now yeah, that it's well, not even news anymore. Yeah,
1: and no, some people are <coughs> interested in it, apparently. Right here's um, also I'll be doing my. i gay. Hi Russell, Matt, Mr. G. My friends and I are trying to form a lesbian gang at college. We have five members so far, but how do we get more women to join? We're thinking of having a party, but we need a good theme. What to appeal to bisexual and lesbian women? Interesting. That's gang. No, trip. that's
2: got bad connotations in this day and
1: age, isn't it? Gang mean? of lesbians. Oh. Oh. There's they bully other girls. Oh, you what are you making them other girls do? You won't even ask them other stop, girls. I'm going to stop you doing that in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to pack that in. Hold on. Oh, that's another <laughs> minute. Right i'm so lonely right stop that that stop,
2: that's disgusting <laughs> what you made me do
1: <laughs> look at my leg. it you made me cry out of my middle It's another thing uh. this is someone called kitchener well i didn't even do nothing then guess what happened to me on holiday i went for a run with a girl right on holiday i like but i D- didn't do were a sp- you
2: chased by a girl
1: no i went jogging with a girl <laughs> she was saying come back
2: stop
0: it
1: <laughs> i'll call the place right i just go for a friendly jog with a girl dropping her handbag lipstick spilling in a gutter no i was like jogging with a girl i got tired before the girl yeah i wasn't not happy about Honestly. that i don't like that but she done cross cross-country running at school though so that school. day, so she should have been tired. She'd <laughs> <So, laughs> think, no, as a, you know, years ago, when at school, she'd been doing cross-country running, so she's got and she experience. But for the whole rest of the day after that run, I was a bit out of order. How how
2: much before her were you tired?
1: Well, I don't think she was going to get tired for another hour. Were you running on sand? No, just thin ice, really. <laughs> I don't know, it was like a mud track. Mm, what a lovely holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Belson this year. It's
2: running a mud track with sheep corpses out the side.
1: <laughs> slipping about in rats' blood and lies. Was, no, it's like a mud track. Because it was rustic, that's why. Because it was because of the rustic nature of it all. Where's Mr. Nibs swanned in here with a trio of adolescents in spite of my strict instructions issued to him that he was never to turn up here with people we didn't know? So, what's going on there, Matt? Is that
2: what you actually told him? Because,
1: Yes, you can come to our radio show. Don't turn up here with people I don't know. But what he's clearly done is he's using the, his access to our radio show to crowbar adolescents into his filthy little bunk bed. <laughs> 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 I imagine what's I don't going know what on. Mr. Nib's bed looks like. I imagine it's like a dog's bed, Mr. Nib's bed. I imagine it's a basket in the corner of a room. I mean, it's three bundles of newspapers, all yellowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. nibs sort of gets into it with and son music playing. <laughs> Just like that, yeah, just in these yellow pyjamas. All right, so we play a record, yeah. Wife's night. This is Kitchener. I didn't meet him on holiday. Ah, oh, right. Also, we'll be talking to Fighting Matt Morgan about his various violent encounters no over the week. Karate. What does you do? Kung Fu expert Matt Morgan will be giving you tips on self-defense. Well, I'm going to think
2: of something you don't want to talk about. Well,
1: how can you? Because I'm honest and open gentleman, right? So, there you are. Go on. I do go. know something. Alright, so when the Kitchener's on, you can negotiate, and if something going, <laughs> Matt, don't do <laughs> kung fu, then you'll know that you won. Well, listening to Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2, it's a pre-recorded show, we've done it the other day, <clears throat> I'm in America now, that was Kitchener, a.k.a. Lord you hope Kitchener. You are. What?
2: Could have been a terrible air crash.
1: Oh, Matthew, why <laughs> would you jinx us? You jealous... Oh, I feel like I'll be big boppered. Don't you big bopper me up. That was Lord Kitchener, right? And uh, G says his house is a museum. Oddly, G said his own house is a museum. Not Kitchener's. No, Kitchener, he's in Trinidad. He was. Is he alive, G? No, he died. He died a couple of years ago. <laughs> and I'd like to dedicate that to him. Way to kill the mood. Well, you just said we are going to have a plane crash, a big bag of doom. Actually. Right then. Not we. You. Well, you. well, what about when you were plane because You're the one that's scared of flying. I'm not scared of flying. Yes, you are. I'm you fool, I embrace to, it. You had to spend hours on the internet learning about engines just so you could cope and no, get No, I know airplane. how
2: they work and now I know that they're pretty safe
1: yeah well it's a lot of superstitious guff
2: you only aren't scared of flying because you think you're some sort of jesus figure <laughs> who'd rise from the flames
1: i would fly anyway regardless of this <laughs> capsule around me this is as needless as a petticoat <laughs> um right okay then so matt you had your kung fu lessons in the week your yes kung i did assessment how'd it go uh, well was very it very well it go well good? passed so but didn't everyone in the old room pass depressingly yes <laughs> how many people was in that room 500
2: you're joking. No, no. Uh, there was How many? probably in my group about thirty, forty people. Girls as well, was there? Well, actually, they said everyone sitting here has passed. So I don't know if they like go
1: and squirrel people off and in the car. Get off! And go, Get out! <laughs> Get out now! You have oh, failed. Up! It's like cycling proficiency, just where everyone passes, isn't it? Uh, two people failed cycling proficiency. Were the they goal. bullies and showing off though? On the They were told to stop at the end of the road, and they just didn't. They went round the corner, and <laughs> so they deserved <laughs> to not get it. So there'll be no certificate for you because if you didn't obey the rules, and you're learning life. I bet you have like cycling proficiency, have you? Yes, I. Oh
2: no, I didn't get it.
1: I didn't get it, I don't think. I remember I went out that day, though, because I thought, this is good, because this isn't a lesson. You're out, outside.
2: I bet you were on, like, some sort of little scooter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was don't on a girl's do, he's bike. Not,
2: he's not safe on a bike.
1: <laughs> I was on Aunt Sally's bike, <laughs> I had a basket on the front I bet front
2: he just drew a bike and then stood on it and went,
1: I've done it! <laughs> they
2: went, yes, that's it. You stay in the playground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good, you're doing extraordinarily well. <laughs> I think Jamie Dawkins was thrown off for doing wheelies think that he couldn't be allowed cycling proficiency. But I don't imagine that Jamie Dawkins was the type of character who would have allowed certification to either enhance or inhibit his Mm. cycling life. If he wanted to go on a bike, he's going to go on one. Exactly. It's like people who get banned from driving.
2: There's the sort of people who
1: just go, I'm banned. Yeah, so that's they, true. My God, the kind of people that were banned banning them from driving—they just drive anyway. What they should have done is
2: the people who flouted the rules of yeah. cycling proficiency should have been put down there and then.
1: There and then they should be taken away, rounded up. <laughs> but they, perhaps they would resist being rounded up. They must be chained. They just make them
2: take away. And then,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a bit too into dark territory? Yeah, I was getting, yeah. Okay, so listen though. What about this? I, I don't know if I've worried you with this before, Matthew, but on eye tests, I think that my contact lenses are not strong enough because I'm so good at the eye test that I excel beyond the you optician's shouldn't wear them while you're diagnosis. The eye test. No, what I'm saying is, you know that bottom line? I reckon I try so hard that I do get more right than I should. What do you know should what I mean? do
2: is, when you go in, go, hello, yes, go and read it and mm. remember it. And yeah, then, when they put I, you in the position.
1: I'm not saying I want to see it as a challenge. I'm saying that I, my contact lenses are not strong enough simply because of my willpower when I'm in that IT situation. You said this to me
2: before, you psychopath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm one of life's survivors, is what I'm so what saying. That's what you saying. You're
2: so. Why do you. I my, don't have any need for glasses, contact lenses, right. anything it did so i'm so good
1: they so just let everyone pass that go on everyone all go through all go through all walk the streets <laughs> the there you go you've all got your badges
2: <laughs> no, i think some people did don't fail.
1: worry who do you think failed They're just no not in did.
2: my group because i was in an advanced group you know
1: how advanced was Me,
2: it? Me, Jason Bourne.
1: <laughs> you, said <laughs> was, you said there was some poor lad who could barely walk who spent lunchtime scoffing down chips. Yeah, but he
2: wasn't in my group. <laughs> Little milksop.
1: <laughs> was he a frail, fragile lad? Because that you said yes. that he undermined the entire system.
2: Yeah, because if you. um, Yeah, you didn't really know what he was doing. So it's a bit like fighting a crisp packet and you sort of. <laughs> you can't really do the moves properly.
1: But what I'm saying, look, can we just clear up one of the two issues? Here's one of them. My ability to overcome the odds in an eye test your eyesight's so terrible i remember
2: once we were on the tube yeah and we were walking along a platform and i read the sign that said this st- exit is closed due to flooding right? yeah i read yeah. it and mm. we carried on walking towards it and i thought oh he must know something extra yeah we must know this place yeah. we walked all the way up to it He was about a meter away from <laughs> me and he <it> went
1: flooding
2: <laughs> oh god and i'd Flood read that back. i read it a hundred meters away
1: we'll all be drunk. Well, why didn't you have the? And he read ball? it with his finger. <laughs> this exit. <laughs> oh my word! Another raised bit. Oh my word! Looting! It's Diluvian! Oh okay, So why didn't you have the now to? Get us to turn back hundred meters away instead of wasting it's, our lives it was like right where
2: you yeah. lived so i thought well we must know something
1: oh, what do you mean i don't work on the underground i do you probably
2: that. rabbiting on weren't you <laughs> probably couldn't tra- interject
1: <laughs> then i imagined what i did what do horses really think uh so all right so you but really it's your it's a meaningless bauble i'm glad you not know,
2: have the tube of you anymore you used Why? to talk far too loud when i'm on the tube i just mm. travel yeah. And it, I don't mind muttering, a little muttered conversation, but you go, Yeah, well, I like these two birds over.
1: <laughs> Making a scene, dear. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I always like it if someone gets onto a, a, a public transport vessel and does perhaps some religious preaching, you know, like, they're, like some sort of a nut will get on and go like, uh, uh, right, society's gonna end, I think, oh, right, fair enough, perhaps Oh, someone louder than me. <clears throat> Hello, it's a loudness contest, is it, my man? Well, perhaps the world can't end quickly enough! <laughs> How about that? Perhaps this is the end of the world! Yeah, no one thinks like that no more. I like them, those maniacs. Right, OK, our jingle race war will continue. We've got all sorts of jingles to listen to. Plus, what else? Madeley. Where's Madeley? He'll turn up, won't he? Russell, if you want to email me, do russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Whilst in America, we will continue doing the show across the water, across the Atlantic. What's your problem? You, voting. So what <laughs> sorry it's my nerves yeah. a little bit of seasickness. it was all them people right nick's here the vicar's son nick my don't what, call him that nick's had his hair cut all short right and i spoke to him i spoke his boyish foppish hair he's had it cut all short <clears throat> i goes to him oh well you've had your hair cut short are you all right because you know when someone with long hair gets their hair cut short you think oh there goes another one <laughs> over to the other side and uh, he, he goes um, oh don't worry i don't look hard or anything like as if he was gonna <laughs> look like Begbie <laughs> out of <a> train spotting <laughs> lovely Nick, the delicate disappointment of a son to a two of it. Don't call him Why that. Why do you say you do? Because you think it's too real, too close to the truth. He yeah. never edits out of the show, so he must not mind it. Yeah, I know,
2: but, he, but I think he sheds a silent tear every time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but imagine if you were a vicar and you spawned him out. You'd think, well, is there a god? That's a real test of his father's <laughs> faith that he's spawned that lad. Comes in here, proof of, this of God film. To me. He is. He's lovely, isn't he he's got the uh, gentleness of Michael Serra, the actor from yeah, uh, Juno. So yeah, uh, and also Arrested Development. I think Juno good film. Go and see it. Yeah. Okay. All Bye. Right. Bye, Matthew. Right. What are we gonna do now then? Jingle race war on the back. Of, <laughs> the back of that jingle <laughs> race war, like Sam Gamlin has done with their new version of gay. So that's number thirty nine, Matthew. Yes, says I've Yeah. Got it here. Sam Gamlin. Right. This is their jingle. Let's see if it's any good. Hello. Time for my regular. Time oh, gay. Gay. for my regular. regular. Like I'm saying I'm gay. That's no. not jingle. Hello, time for my regular oh, item. Gay. This contest or this race war attracts some odd people. Listen to Jack Wagstaff, 41. That's a great name. That's not an age. Jag, Jack Wagstaff. What's I don't we... have many friends, <laughs> which is why I like listening to the Russell Brand show on Saturday nights. Oh. I enjoy Matt's warming voice and Russell's big hair. On you Can't enjoy a hair on a radio. You can. 11. You can. Well, I like that. cos That's a cry ah. for help. Yeah, that
0: <laughs> that was a was. literal cry <laughs> for help.
1: Never anything like it. Good work there, Jack Wagstaff. If that's your real name, which I doubt. Chris Wood is number forty-four. This is a jingle about Matt Morgan, who seems to be attracting quite a lot of jingles. Let's right. have a listen. Oh, Matty Morgan, the original. <laughs> joy to the course of streets and sickness because of him to so be wherever tightest symptoms. i liked that nice. it is the crime of bad rapping you know yeah, but nonetheless. a lot yeah and i liked it the little- like
2: live drumming and the Wurzel-style vocal I quite enjoyed.
1: R- 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 <laughs> it was quite rural, and I like that it was faithful to the actual narrative of the Pin-Pin Saga, where you were pin-pinned by Darren French and described yourself as the original victim, and I brilliantly used uh, IFT's original gangster to express that. Let's have a listen to Ryan Cronin at 46, also a celebration of Matt Morgan.
2: Is- it's just a little grab of Matt Morgan, original victim, listen.
1: But we've just goes, Gah-ee! Original victim, to sounds mad.
2: What a weird person.
1: What's wrong with everyone Brian. in the whole world? Let's listen to Pete Glover's Pin Pin, shall we? See what he's gotta say for himself. <laughs> 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 That's good.
2: So a reference to a band called Rammstein.
1: And that's our new item, Pin Pin. Hello, Russell, Matt and Jesus, this is Sarah from York. I got pin-pinned going into a nightclub the other day by a bouncer. See how far your influence spreads? When I incredulously asked him why he only pin-pinned me and not my friends or the people who had gone in before me, he said, in a very creepy Bill Sykes-esque voice, I only pin-pinned the pretty ones. hmm what is a bouncer pin pinning there's a bouncer pin pinning you heard it here first guys it's the craze that's sweeping the nation pin pin they say right we've got this nan thing here this is a nice nan uh you know that i am nans the things they say we need <laughs> a jingle quiet. for that do a jingle for that. We can keep this up as a regular item. It's Hello, dear. Hello, dear. dear. Oh, pipes and Things say. Things we say. We don't know what we're doing, do we? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Use that. You can sample that. Right. Matthew. This is from Jamie Winter. I was at my nan's the other day watching Deal or Deal. <laughs> deal or deal. That's a crazy new show. <laughs> got no real option. Deal or no deal. When the woman on it mentioned she was a lesbian, my nan burst out, come on Noel, send her home with one P. <laughs> 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 One thing! <laughs> As if Noel was in charge of it. Well, I'm sorry.
2: You're a lesbian. Noel That's can't... It's not Noel Edmonds talk. Well, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> bless
1: him. blessed. <laughs> well, I, I, perhaps you were watching a very different version of House
0: Party, but I understood... Him. Hello, welcome to my crinkly bottom. <laughs> Mr Blobby, you are a clumsy buffoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, i saw sorry. It was a very full staffian figure. This is another Nan thing. Matt Morgan is a legend. Nothing to do with Nans from someone calling them themselves Huge, although the actual name is Hugo Dyer. Russell's okay too, LOL. Laugh out loud, one of the worst betrayals this radio show has ever encountered. For the funny things Nan say, my Nan, after watching a documentary on the Holocaust, say, it's t- what? Oh, Don. Uh, my Think Nan, after yeah, yeah, no, but I just picked it up. The other day, I watched Life is Beautiful and I realised what a tremendous. Awful business the whole Second World War and the Holocaust was for the first time. Up until Thank very, you for re- that <laughs> insight. <laughs> Do you know what? A lot of people think it was okay, but I, 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 I had like to say I was had it
2: a filed b- under slapstick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was a right bastard, that fella. Matt, can you say that Hitler? Me was a but no, you're lovely. But Hitler, what a bu- can we say Hitler's about? Hitler, right? <clears throat> Hitler, what you did was unthinkable. My nan, after watching a documentary on the Holocaust, came out just after it. It's terrible that Tesco's put their prices up. Well, that's got nothing to do with anything. That's abstract, isn't it? From Hugo. Now, the his initial comments that Matt Morgan is brilliant make more sense. <coughs> Hugo is mentally ill. Dear Russell, Matt and G, this, I think, is something that you might want to add to your NAND uh, item. When the subjects of gay people came up, there's a theme developing now about Nans being <laughs> vicious. Bigots. Bigots. Yeah, this is not an item called Bigot Nans, is it? Yeah. It's just nans! you put
2: doilies under some biscuits. Yeah,
1: well, we want Basically something a bit mad, cute! Well, I want something warm from a nan, like, oh, all right, dear. Not like, oh, well, he was all right, wasn't he, Hitler? I quite like a man in a black shirt. <laughs> and it's like, meant to be nice stuff. What's this one coming up with? The subject of gay people came up and she said this verbatim. You know, they're very clean people. If you ask one of them to clean your sink, they'd clean it to within an inch of their life. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that at any point make your life be in danger? So in the sink? <clears throat> it's weird, isn't it? P.S. What's G's real name? Are we at liberty to reveal that, G? Perhaps you should remain mysterious. Guinevere. Guinevere? Guinevere! <laughs> This is another Nan thing. Quite good, these Nan things, really. Hello, Russell, Matt and G. My Nan and I passed the Vets recently, which had veterinary surgery displayed on the outside. She stared at it and said in a Dot Cotton-style voice, which is what I would have done anyway, so we didn't really need that direction from you there, Anthony Powell. Oh, political correctness has gone mad. Fancy having to go to a separate hospital just because you don't want to eat meat. She then looked blankly at me for a few moments and dotted off. Cheers. And from Rochdale, don't believe that one. Don't it's a joke, isn't it? Joke one. Shouldn't have made it. Shouldn't have made it through. It's a joke one. <clears throat> What's that thing I was going to tell you about? I've got something important. I've written it down here on a bit of paper. Oh yeah, I was listening to this person yabbering on the other day. Gentleman, he was sort of, you know, people that've fallen through the cracks of society a little bit. Like yes. Jogging bottoms and uh, a strange smell. This un- unidentifiable Snob. odor. Hold on a minute, I'm not...
2: Jogging <laughs> bottoms.
1: I'm just, they were not out jogging, or they'd not been doing any exercise, they'd just clearly given up on the idea of sartorial matters. There was no tailoring, there was no belt, there was no accessorising, they were simple. <laughs> I might as well, i better put these on, otherwise my genitals would be exposed. That's <laughs> clearly the thinking behind that choice, Right. He said, I heard him go, he went like, he goes, uh, he said, listen, to, right, listen to this for an outburst. He goes, well, I've got this thing on the side of my head. I'm very worried about this thing on the side of me. I don't know what it is. I had a dream the other night. I was laying in bed and in the dream, something was telling me, swerve, swerve, swerve. So in the dream, I swerved, but I was down horizontal laying in my bed and I swerved and I rolled over and crushed a, an antique table by my bed. And when I woke up, I was all covered in water and yogurt. What does it all mean? Like the water and the yogurt bit and part of a dream. You can't analyse that as if it's part of the dream. So the dream
2: told him to swerve. He rolled out of bed, landed on an antique table that had water and yoghurt on it.
1: Yeah, the only thing that says is, why have you got yoghurt on your antique bedside table? That's the only question. And why were you on a date with this man? <laughs> in spite of his jogging bottoms, he had very twinkly eyes. There was something about him that made me feel like I'd be very safe. Why does meet people like oh, I, I know. just drift about. <laughs> 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 yeah, I okay, guess so it doesn't take a detective, but we've got one. Right, come on in, let's work out what people want from us. See if we like
2: it. There him. he is, floundering <laughs> over there. Well, I seamlessly start my... <laughs> Madeley quotes no,
1: do you Maidly, do you This is quote. Richard
2: Madeley to Joe Brandt, who used to be a bell ringer. You know that really bad
1: comedy moment when the bell ringer takes off into the air? Is that really possible? Could that actually happen? And you'd see up its cassock if it was a monk. Richard Madeley wouldn't leave us his phone number, so we can't ring him. We're just a, he's, he's up to him when he calls us, we're completely beholden to him. And it's boiling hot in here. Written, oh, like, for me God. to say I that, do, I to, it's
2: ridiculous. I thought I was just having to put up with this. What, you well, you just thought was that's right. you needed. have never bake. been so hot. I thought you were in that period of your, you know, monthly gestation where you have to be <laughs> warm at all times. Your eggs to hatch or whatever goes on in your body.
1: And my spawn will not flourish in that in sub-zero temperature.
2: Listen to what he said to Sophie Ellis-Bexter: Where did you get your face? It's Egyptian, almost
1: cat-like. What's it like without makeup? You can't say that to people. You'll unsettle them, <laughs> wouldn't you? I think it's brilliant. What was Sophie Ellis-Bexter supposed to do and confront it I've actually kind of wondered what her face looks like without makeup. Well, it'd just be like that, wouldn't it? Quite wide, though. Yeah, but that she's attractive woman, isn't she. Bexter? I know, but without
2: the the uh, sort of makeup around the eyes. Well, you just think it would be
1: too much makeup. Her eyes might look a, yeah a bit lost. Lost a bit in of sea there. Of face. Just like two mushrooms in an omelette.
2: Yeah, hmm. oh, imagine that—just an <laughs> omelette with two
1: mushrooms in it. Yeah, it'd be a sorry excuse for a bit of food. Now I think you know. let i don't think he means any harm, does he, maidly? No, he's just an inquisitive gentleman.
2: <laughs> he is very similar to Alan Partridge, isn't he? Sort of yeah. real life. Yeah. Why Partridge? ain't
1: he ringing us? That's what I'd like to know. Uh-huh. He's just living his life, isn't he? I see him from time to time, because we live nearby each other. Generally, he's going by in a car, I'm walking out. Hey, Russell! He says, leans out there, and then just, you know... It's difficult to have a chat with someone in a car because, you know, you, can't, you can never judge how long the chat can, is going to take, cause they're in traffic or there's a traffic light or something. Yeah. So I try and just make some pithy observation, keep it tight, you know, and... Hey, I'll... Russell, why are
2: with that man with jogging <laughs> bikes off? are you covered in yoghurt? <laughs> Shut
1: up! <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way we can relax in an evening! We can't sleep without yoghurt! Nice when we had our photo done earlier, wasn't it? Team photograph of all the people in our organisation. Very yep. relaxing, nice. nice. for me
2: to be represented in the bookie book, finally.
1: Would you, oh, right, yeah, well, I've, yeah, I forgot to do all them photos. The bookie work was done under enormous pressure, as you know. It was an uh, yes. enormous lot of aggravation to write a book. Goes on and on, 95,000 words. Bloody things. part two out? It's not part two. I am doing another book, though. There what another... was
2: it? A detective thriller? <laughs> or
1: something? <laughs> it's a real page turner, this one. Romance, frills, spills. No, I'm writing one of those things where I'm just going to say my opinions on this and that. Oh,
2: God. What's wrong with that? A diatribe.
1: Yeah, diatribe on my opinions. Fashion, romance...
2: The Bible. The real one. <laughs> yeah?
1: What about this? Space <laughs> aliens. Are they really there or are they not? Things like that. Your be... opinions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been offered a deal. I've said, alright, what? What's it called? Mom knew what. I don't know. I ain't thought nothing. Call Gobblings <laughs> babblings, ill-conceived <laughs> money spinner.
2: What daft ideas about there being no families and everyone bringing up?
1: Yes, that going <clears> it. That's <clears> a do good a idea. series of
2: speeches and then like have someone, you know, like write them out.
1: Why are you saying that? Are you trying to get me into bother? Yes. <laughs> don't try and put ideas. No, I'd in like my to head. see
2: you at a sort of lectern. Going another
1: thing, I think. Yeah. All right. I'll do it. But isn't uh, what about me getting in trouble for weeing in a cup? right did oh, you yeah in here when we was talking to dickie dawkins when richard dawkins was on the phone i didn't want to be disrespectful and go for a wee so i've done a wee in a cup and some rat grass from the bbc so to sold it to the paper. not none of lovely vicar son nick hey who
2: are you in trouble with the bbc no i'm
1: in trouble with anyone because you know i mean what can that you know what you say don't wee in a cup you know there's nothing you can do but who, so. what so the papers it's just it was in bad. the paper going oh yeah russell brown weed in a cup <laughs> i mean it's not where'd you go with a story like that except for jonathan ross saying like Oh, I wouldn't be able to do that because my attacker wouldn't fit into a cup. I didn't put it in the cup. I was above the cup.
2: You did. You Would dangled you... it over the side. <laughs> it looked like a tiny man getting into a swimming pool.
1: <laughs> it looked like a bloated gent getting into a jacuzzi. That's
2: what it looked, like. it looked like. It looked like a little sock
1: <laughs> hanging over the edge into the sea. It looked like a the like <laughs> up getting into a washing up bowl. <laughs> a beautiful sight it, it was. <laughs> How dare you criticise my prize-winning genitals after all they've done for you?
2: Don't like little tic-tac going into a skate park. <laughs>
1: Right, hold on, no me think I don't know, say, like, imagine, you, listen, start having a go at my genitals, alright? They're lovely guys down there, they do difficult work and they're scarcely ever properly rewarded for it. Or and claimed. They... <laughs> Spick and span, they are! Lovely things. Now, come on, let's not attack them, they've done a lot of work and they can't answer back, like the royal family. Now, you were very keen to learn about, learn about that rogue trader, do you care about it anymore? Um we still talk about my penis, by the way.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> if it that could be trailer. summed up in two sentences. Well, we can
1: get someone from newsround. Should we get them? Let's get this person do you remember yeah. news round as a kid? I used to think I don't care about the bloody news. I That's what I thought. Not
2: as much as Jack and Ori though. That was a turn
1: off. We just thought, what are you telling us this for? Apart from when Remail Rick Rick done it. it, then it's fine. But uh, the rest of the time I we thought well, the background does this stupid shit. Well, these are just pictures from a book. This is ridiculous.
2: I could do this on my own. I don't yeah. need a TV for that. Yeah, this is reading for idiots.
1: <laughs> reading for it's just a sorry excuse. It? it keeps down the standards of education. And news round, like now, it's like a little flash good yeah, thing. It's just John
2: Craven came. And finally... What
1: I never got over is that his name was Craven and his hair was like a raven. So I really always just thought, ravens, news round, because his hair was so jet black.
2: And his chest was shaven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and his genitalia? Why, it was a haven. I liked I liked old uh, John Craven, really. Like amazing. <laughs> he had quite authority, did he? He had what? Quiet authority. I thought he said, he had quiet authority, didn't he? <laughs> I'm saying that John Craven would had do news round. He yeah. was like a... Uh... He does Countryfile now. Yeah, he does, doesn't or he? Does he
2: still do that? I, I don't, don't know. know
1: what goes on on telly, it's a lost medium. I don't watch it. What I'm saying about Craven was, he was like a deputy headmaster, and he said, why are you telling me about yeah, this? Yeah, no,
2: I can imagine him telling you off.
1: Look! You're not taking the news very seriously. One day, these events will affect you, like, for example, you may wee into a cup, and it might be the horseplay and
2: listen, for goodness for God's sake. God's
1: sake, you're running around the room, you're using that Twister match, you're not even playing Twister. There's no, not even the, not the rules of Twister.
2: Craven did Jack Jackanory. I don't think he'd read the whole story, I think halfway through he'd go, oh,
1: this is piffle. Do you realise that there's another famine that you should be learning BFG? about? BFG? So unrealistic? <laughs> Even in that giant world, he's not respected. That's what I didn't like about the BFG, that in the world of the Giants, he wasn't respected. He He was was an odd-looking man, he was all withered. He was withered, he had them big jug ears. Why was he interested in Sophie? (laughs) What exactly was going on there? Blowing things through people's bedroom windows, Dreams. Snozcumbers. He ate snozcumbers. Yeah, he did, mate, and they were apparently revolting, but he ate them nonetheless. So mm. what's driving him? What it makes him
2: tick? The th- people like him we were meant to look up to as children.
1: Rod Dahl wrote them stories in a shed with leaves on the ground, didn't he, Matt? Yeah, he did. There was leaves on the ground. Yeah, and with he- his trousers <clears throat> down, covered in tittle. <laughs> he weaseled his way into our minds. What about yet- Fungus the
2: Bogeyman, Raymond Briggs' creation? It was disgusting. He'd come out of the ground and then touch someone's neck and put a walt on it. And we were meant to look up to him. He was very much a role model. And look at how he carried on. i based my GCSE GCSE choices on him.
1: I've based my entire lifestyle on that man. And look at what thanks I've had. Very little in the way of thanks. It's the Newsround person here. Right, hold up a second. We've got someone here that's actually from Newsround. What is this person's name? Sue? Ellie, are you there, dear? It's Ellie Crystal. (laughs) Ellie, hello, you're in charge of news round now.
0: Well, um, no, I'm not in charge of it. I just present it.
1: Well, you've got some authority. You could just suddenly (laughs) announce a load of propaganda once you're there, couldn't you?
0: I sometimes think about saying something crazy and controversial, but I'm too scared to lose my job, so I don't. (laughs) What's going
1: on in the world, Ellie? Tell us now, then. Rogue Trader. All right, we'll get to Rogue Trader. You're obsessed, but can't you explain (laughs) something else to us, just generally, what's going on? Come on, Ellie. Uh,
0: What's going on generally in in the world? Yeah, what's
1: important... mayoral races in london is anything else i can't remember what's happening in the world because i have taken ike's edict to heart that it's all propaganda and lies
0: well we don't um we don't tend to follow like the main news agenda necessarily it Mm. depends like we dip in and out if there's something we think is interesting we'll do it but um Mm. often that's how i approach
1: my sex life i dip in and out and if i think something's interesting i'll do it ellie Anyway, it comes um, in longer bursts than 15 minutes, and it doesn't. It's not played out for children. <laughs> That's two important differences. I just
0: hope not. Well, would it be,
1: <laughs> little idiots?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, go on. Yes, yeah, so, but what, um, what kids, what kids are interested in hearing about is stuff that affects them.
2: The environment they love.
1: Are they into the that? Yeah, they love
0: the environment. They love space. They love dinosaurs.
1: Um, Dinosaurs ain't news! There ain't been one for billions of years! (laughs) A pterodactyl was seen (laughs) millions of years ago, just trying to survive. It didn't! Bye! (laughs) That's not news!
0: But You see, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know. But they're always discovering new dinosaurs all the time. Like, we seem to report that every week on Newsround. Dead ones! Another new dinosaur! Another
1: dinosaur (laughs) sighted ages and ages ago! That don't affect anyone! (laughs) Listen, we've got a duty to set the news agenda as well as... Following it, going on and on about bloody diplodocuses all day long that 's not going to get the baby bathed. Well,
0: then um,
1: lose rounds buried in the past. You might as well drag John Craven back in there.
0: No. He won't come back, we have
1: asked him, but you He won't? <laughs> <figuring back> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I'm not doing it! Here, I've got some news for you! Piss off! Uh, <laughs> this is John Craven's news <laughs> Up yours! Here, right, Ellie, coming in. So, Matt Morgan can't understand that rogue trader thing, and even though it was ages ago, he still ain't gone out of his way to learn nothing about it. He's too busy grassing on builders and fighting vigilantes <laughs> on the streets of London, like some sort of John McQueen figure of McCain or whoever he is. Now, um, go on then, tell us, uh, tell us about that rogue trader, if you don't mind, Ellie.
0: Oh well. Why um, did you
1: say like that, dear? Well, because it's very personal.
0: It, it, it's really complicated. Are you involved in it? Um, no. <laughs> you little rogue trader. <laughs> um, the more I read up on this, the less mm. I understood about it. So. Yeah,
1: that's baffling. Don't, I, right, so probably me and Matt know more than you because we've ignored it. I'm sure
0: you. I'm certainly will do. But what I will tell you is is what we did on Newsround, which was basically mm. a very, very short bit about go on. it. We didn't go into loads of detail, because... Can you do actually- it
1: just that you did on Newsround? Because I don't watch Newsround because, well,
0: okay. you know, I've right, grown well, up um, and that. This, this is the script that I read out on You've Newsram. got it with you? Yeah. You brought your I script
1: pr- home, you boffin.
0: I printed it on so I could read it for you.
1: Oh, you're sweet. Well, like, How think- old are you? That's none of your business. Oh, hello. Now you she's been a bit
2: rude.
0: <laughs> I've got I'm news, news, news for you, baby. It, sexualizing in Stop
2: it, you're sexualising in an interview again.
1: So what if I sexualise things? <laughs> Stop it, I want to know or... this
2: information before she...
1: Stop. I'll sexualise you in a minute!
2: <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time.
1: <laughs> you dirty little devil,
2: sat over there. I'll lead
0: you to it, or...? No, stay <laughs> here, go
2: on, do no, some okay. news. This is often before
0: okay. so This this is a script that we did on news round. Yeah. You'd think most banks are full of money, but this one in France isn't. One of its workers has managed to lose 3.7 billion pounds. It's thought he was secretly trying a plan to make lots of money. The <laughs> plan went wrong and he ended up losing. <laughs> That's not told me nothing. <laughs> you might as well have just years. gone on
1: about brontosauruses. We've learned nothing. <laughs> so it's like a story, a little children's story. But then, uh, most banks have money. Not this one, it's got a bloody great fibber sat in the corner. How's <laughs> <laughs> that helping anyone? We're gonna bring up a nation of idiots. That's no well, fun.
0: Well, well, you know, we have to simplify it so, you know, kids can understand it.
1: Ellie, you bloody old flirt!
0: <laughs> <laughs> How is that flirting?
1: Because it's made me feel a feeling. It made me feel all dizzy in my tummy.
0: <laughs> what are you well, like? Maybe
1: you should tune in and watch the programme a bit more. Often. Oh, I will. I'll be <laughs> tuning into News Round. Don't you worry about that, my love. I'll be luring you into a complicated scenario, baffling you with she science. She won't go near you. She might? Why might she not go They're near policies me? policies at the BBC Children's Department. They're what? They're not policies about me? Oh, yes, they this... do. There's a post <laughs> of you on the wall. <laughs> do not allow this man near the Blue Peter cross Garden. cross for your head. <laughs> I'll get behind that news round desk. because there's still a desk? I'll get in there! <laughs> be allowed there's in in sofa there. now. There's no desk.
0: There's just a sofa. Alright, could... I'll
1: come on now. I'll give some bloody news. Come okay. on, I can help. I'm the voice of a generation, Chris Evans said. Yeah, but okay, not there. That, that one. No well, one. Said it was one of the dinosaur <laughs> generations. <laughs> Jurassic. You're
0: not allowed to swear and you're not allowed to talk about your sex
1: life. No problem. Oh hello, Elder, someone's bought a picture of you. Ellie! You little liar, you're fit as a fiddle. Look <laughs> at her, Matt, she's nice. Right, Baxter, you're in a whole lot of bother because I'm gonna trouble you into some sort of pregnancy.
0: Uh... You right. sat on that setting. Sorry,
2: Ellie, this always happens.
0: <laughs> <Should laughs>
1: um... Can I have
2: my tablet now? <laughs> we'll, we'll send you the legal oh forms <laughs> for you to sign. Uh, this happens to everyone. It happened to uh one of the Smurfs earlier
1: <laughs> Chrissy Hyde. There is a support group you can go <laughs> to. <laughs> so you met Russell Brand. You're probably feeling used about that.
2: Oliver Postgate's her turn to drink now.
1: <laughs> Bagpuss was just a poor, abused old man. <laughs> 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 and Professor Yaffle. Well, okay, well, we'll settle this matter in court. Just lovely talking to you, Ellie Baxter there. Thank you for making life a little Thank clearer. You. Thank you. Bye bye. Although you've made my mind a dirty little fog. Oh, there she goes, old Ellie Baxter. She swore on radio, that's her finished. BBC, is oh, Yeah, that's a curse word in some countries. God? <laughs> he did it again! <laughs> Alexandra says Dear Russell and friends, you have just been mentioned on Coronation Street by Beckin the Calf. Now you know you've made it. Love and missed you. That's good. Been mentioned. It's been mentioned on corner Street before, haven't you? <clears throat> nope. I've been mentioned on EastEnders. I've been mentioned on Emmerdale. And now Oh, he's going through his scrapbook. <laughs> there he goes. Is.
2: I oh. will kill again.
1: Before you clean the room, perhaps you'd like to have a little look at this. This was an episode oh. of Hollyoaks. Oaks. These where old things. Paul Dunan
2: quite clearly says Your hair looks awful. Who are you? Russell Brand. Who's me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here, have a look at this. You'll have sex with anyone. Who are you? Russell Brand. <laughs> Not my words. Could you... This trophy it's shagger of the year. You. You're
2: not aware what shagging means. I can show you. Well, I Oh, you're married to a cowboy
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, we've started the shagging demo now and there's certain things that I must fulfill You could I suppose use it to clean now, here's to, we're supposed to be talking to Richard Maidley. He can't be asked. Apparently. Well, I don't know. Where is Maidley? I hope he don't treat Judy like this because that marriage will be over in no time at all. He probably don't. He's nice to, I imagine. But listen to this. To Neil Tennant, if you were going to write an autobiography, who would it be about? Will the gentleman with one nipple please reveal it? I mean, this is all Richard Maidley's words, but we can't get a peep out of him, but we have now got the phone number of his office. We can give him a ring. Let's ring him up and just leave a message for him, show him Matt? Have a go at him. It's left us high and
2: dry, he's a professional, We should know that, it's like having a guest he doesn't turn up.
0: Right,
1: isn't it? Cos I turn up on his
2: show. Don't do it anymore. Right, never again. Don't do it again. Just draw a hand
1: on your, an eye on your hand. <laughs> go there you go, like mate. Blaine did. <clears throat> oh yeah, Blaine did do that, I don't it? think you did it to Richard, though. Just drew an eye on his hand and said, deal with that. What if
2: Richard answers? He's at the office, late, <laughs> with his secretary. <laughs> <laughs> with my secretary. Who's this?
1: WHERE'S RICHARD? WHERE IS HE? MAIDLEY? Well, you're supposed to be calling us, this is Russell Brand. Richard, come on, I've always looked to you as a father figure, if not necessarily a responsible father, a wayward father who'd take me out to, I don't know, a football match, then just drift off, look off into an horizon, perhaps say something unacceptable about the player Tony Daly. I don't know. Come on, Richard, make an effort. Matt, have you got anything to berate Maidley with? I was just disappointed in him. We're hurt, Richard, by a... Ring us back. Leave a message on our show. So, give us your views on things as far-ranging as, uh, yob culture. Uh, paedophiles would like your views on that. And uh, the delicate situation in Kenya, currently. Perhaps give us your views on them. Richard, I'll always love you. Matthew, you got anything else to say then? Um, Yes,
2: this whole Fidel Castro thing. He apparently despises him. He despises Castro. I want to get the bottom of that.
1: Castro's a great socialist hero, Richard. Isn't he? Yeah. A dictator, but, you know, he knows best. Sometimes you've got to be dictated too. Okay, um, right, so let's listen to now. We've, as Just well I
2: say it, like, in an interview, madely named Cuban leader Fidel Castro is the person he most despises.
1: <laughs> well, I despise him. I despise, despise Castro. He misled a nation. No, I make no apologies for that. <laughs> I wonder why he hates Castro. He's all right. Um, okay, so listen, there's... You know, we've got, like, a jingle competition race war, actually. Jingle race war. Well, Let's listen to some of the jingles of some other people. Look at Matt thumbing his way through some CD he's trying to promote. Isn't it out there? Are you confused by it?
2: We no. Well, what we've got up here is Jeremy Vine's jingles.
1: Come on then. Let's have a listen to Jeremy Vine's jingles. Jeremy Vine's jingles. Oh, here we go. The one's up. The best music. Jeremy,
0: Jeremy the latest news. BBC. Jeremy
1: Jeremy Vine eerily swooshing through space. Jeremy Vine! I imagine him in a sort of Blake Seven outfit, swooshing around yeah. during that. Why, who's, and then why is that woman whispering well, seductively? Oh, jingles are rubbish compared to him. They've put a lot of effort into Jeremy Vine's jingle. a shampoo ad. really gorgeous, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, well, no, Is there got any others? That's not so even his only one. all sorts of natural look. There's
2: another
0: one. Jeremy Vine.
2: The latest news. Sounds like it's late. <laughs> the latest news. You should have known The noticed. latest news I've ever done.
1: Apparently 9-11's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone drives <laughs> car with feet. <laughs> but why is Jeremy Vine? He's able to convey a huge range of moods and emotions. What, him personally? No, he's a monosyllabic, <laughs> cruel cold man. But his jingles, like there's joy, glee, so- sobriety. It's all there in yeah. his jingles. We All we could do is... Russell Brand, that's in it? I digital. digital. That's it. Where's We want a bit more bloody... Well, I've said
2: my brother's a professional. We'll do him. Oh, just the boys, yeah. is it? Oh, he trying to get brother
1: doing the jingles. What's this now? Oh, is oh. Doug Fairbanks with his new record <laughs> so that I can get tickets for the Smashing Pumpkins. What's wrong with you, lad? You can't even get it out of packet. Wait, right, hang on. What are you polishing it for? What is this CD you're promoting this week? Um... This is a brilliant song by Doug Walker, called The Mystery. I don't then... think you should be allowed to go that Smashing Pumpkins gig. I think you should be put on a, down as a security risk. Why? Oh, look at you, you'll do anything. It's right. a slovering, little, obsequious sycophant of a man, sticking on that CD just to get your hands on a few stubs. Oh,
2: well, if I was you, I could just go, yeah, I'm turning up and right. then they'd, they'll give you tickets but, but for you, me I have to work at <clears> it. demonstrate to, some I have to promote people like Doug Walker whose song The Mystery is brilliant anyway because I like it
1: <laughs> Doug Walker's play it song anyway. <laughs> The Mystery the only real mystery is where did your value system go <laughs> I remember I remember a fresh faced young man working at MTV said he'd never compromise bend over for the man look at the state of you while I go awesome. from strength to strength mentioned on Coronation Street turning down money to do adverts here's you oh, are you? Yeah. A small fortune. And the reason I've done it, I don't mind other people doing adverts. I wouldn't seek to condemn them. Let's do an advert and then I can get some money. You ain't having no money. What would you advertise? Who's going to let you advertise anything? Well, this,
2: this is the number one podcast, right? So yeah. our little report, our, both our voices, <laughs> we could probably sell something.
1: This tension that we pass off
2: as a <laughs> is not going to make
1: anyone a penny. Let me tell you that. Now, what's more important is me getting I out I should there. be the
2: face of some brand of cider. Look at
1: you thrusting your finger into the future. No one at madness or some other cider.
2: Strongbow, going, Magnus, oh, Scrumpy Jack.
1: Filthy tosh turning people into idiots is ridiculous. Oh, I'm available for adverts. <laughs> I'm available for adverts <laughs> when I'm not smashing pumpkins gigs that I've bought with lies and duplicity. Well, if we wanted to, Matt, we could talk to Wolf out of the gladiators, but can you you know oh, there was something all the, about of that. It. the whole wolf? It's getting fat. wolf on the phone to this. And talking to him. I mean, what's
2: the point? He once stopped a man from vandalising his car. Wolf's car, not his own car probably, by throwing him to the ground and sitting on his windpipe until the police arrive. Well that's terribly dangerous. That means he's got a tiny little bum tiny little he can focus on one point on someone else's body
1: just like the point of an almond just <laughs> presses that into your trachea. <laughs> when he does a poo just comes out like delicious it would be like whipped cream like a fish poo <laughs> he just trails it behind him then another gladiator comes along and eats it like i once saw in my fish tank and i thought well what kind of pets are you guys if that one does a poo and then you eat it how can i ever look you in the eye again in fact all my pets have at some point or another proven themselves to be cannibal yeah. They have. coprophiliacs, perverts, because they live under stress. <laughs> <laughs> I need some sort of outlet. Give me another dropping. <laughs> Good old droppings. There's the word we're bringing back this week. Drop-ins. Droppings. I've just left me droppings in the toilet. They were discoloured. Terrible also, business. Also, what about my insight into the word unsavoury? Matt has recently realised this. Over to you, Matt, for our new item. Matt's verbal insights on language. The word unsavoury means sweet. The opposite of savoury. So if someone goes, isn't that rather unsavoury, are you dating those teenagers? What they're actually saying is, you're a real sweetie. <laughs> Go right ahead, you little touchy pie. How are those teenagers? They're dead now. Now, listen. <laughs> there are no dead teenagers. That's a ridiculous claim for anyone to ever have made. Oh, Idiot. You can't even do your propaganda properly. Sticks that on, drifts off. That's Matt
2: Morgan's mate, Doug. Doug Walker there, The Mystery. We're a brilliant song. It actually is a brilliant <clears throat> song. And, That is quite good.
1: I don't, what, I don't know. If you'd
2: brought it in, you'd say it was brilliant.
1: <laughs> I very much like Ian Daniel, who's country and western from the Caribbean. And all I get for that is a m- room cleaned, which has been already happened and should be done anyway that... in
2: condition of staying in the hotel. He didn't even tip her. He just went, I'll play that on the radio. I'll play that on the
1: radio. Now get on your no, bloody yeah. job. Photocopy my cuttings. Yeah, you better show a bloody interest in my, some of my awards as I ain't playing nothing for your husband. You take... I shall, I, I shall you wheel take over cuts. the seat in a minute if this continues.
2: What, you still, do you still show people did you get a laptop out? And go, well, hello, you might think I'm just a sort of loud and annoying Englishman, but <laughs> actually, if you check my
1: laptop, just uh, Google me. There I am. it been there. sanctioned by a small fortune. There you go. Look <laughs> at my personality. It's actually a Do job. you still do that? Uh, no, because the uh, Wi-Fi in the Caribbean is not very quick, so you find yourself standing for quite a while looking at Google. It'll, uh, it'll, it'll come up soon. Here wait we go. There, wait a minute. this okay. all going to make
2: sense. That's taken a while. So let's look for my cuttings. And Oh, okay. what's this? A bookie work. Uh, bookie work Now, it
1: might sound juvenile, but actually, <laughs> rather a good... Let me read you an excerpt. <clears throat> this actually happened as well, it's going to blow your mind. I was an Englishman. I stepped out onto the stage, and I knew I'm always going to annoy people with this sort of stuff. <laughs> I could probably do this for decades more before the game is finally up. <laughs> the end. Lots of love, old rust. So, anyway, do I get the room any cheaper? This isn't a hotel, it's a garage, and would you mind leaving? Matthew, what are you drawing boxes for? What's I'm wrong drawing a computer. Listen, right, now, is it right that our beautiful young yobs should have to put up with a shrill piercing racket going into their young ears and what like how come that this shrill piercing racket is only played to the teenagers how come we folks who are in our
2: teens aren't getting a apparently bit... you can't hear really high pitched noises as you get older your ability to hear them wanes
1: i don't like the thought of that matt do you but we're all dying a whole high-pitched register out there that we're missing out what
2: i think is it says you can't hear it over 25 i'm 30 i reckon i can still hear it I'd you like to, to go near on it. to your
1: youth. You won't No, I bet I, I, I bet I could hear it. I bet can... I'd hear it.
2: You wouldn't hear it. Of course it. i, what I your hear wrinkled it? old face. Hey!
1: I'm still... I've still got it. I'm in the first blushes of youth. You I, wouldn't I am. You
2: wouldn't even hear the teenagers making the noise outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? Just that muffled noise. Oh,
1: crack! If your windows are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> we will put Steamboat Willie back on. Mickey, <laughs> you can bring me comfort in my times of difficulty. <laughs> Well, <laughs> um, I mean,
2: it's a difficult area of human rights, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's wrong. You can't play a high-pitched noises driving teenagers about. What about innocent teenagers that are just living their lives or perhaps helping an elderly lady it across must, the street? It must be dreadful for a baby that lives nearby. Because yeah. how would it go, oh, this awful noise? It will never be able to convey that through language, a gift that it hasn't yet... Gathered, garnered, gleaned, so there's no sense doing that. Also, yeah, where- this But yobs are a problem in this country. Are they mate? I They are. You po- don't even go out on the streets. No, I don't. Are they made can they really get into taxes? <laughs> Can they? I have not met a job yet. Who knows where Hampstead is? To tell you the absolute truth. <laughs> up in my ivory tower upon my high horse. I seem quite safe.
2: No, it isn't. You know, the country's going mad. I was
1: astonished when you said that they're on buses now. They play music. It's not even going through headphones. It's just Can't going out of the phone. world.
2: Tin it. it. sounds awful. Why
1: are they doing that?
2: That's the least of the problems.
1: Well, is it? What else are they up to? Knives. <laughs> hey, but they have got knives now, they Oh dear. No, no, in my day it was conkers, of course. We were satisfied with that. It sounds dreadfully dangerous. What do you mean? You think I've become detached from reality? Mm, Yeah. Well, I wasn't that attached anyway, was I? No, you never really were, were you? I just w- looked at it once in a while. I thought, this isn't for me. i should just carry on till I can afford to have this personality. Yeah, no, gee just brandishing his Oyster card. I tried to get on a train recently. I was terrified. He for- goes, oh, I'll just get the tube down. there. I went, oh, you need an Oyster card. Ain't you a what <laughs> An Oyster? You mean I must be some deep diver? Several fathoms neath the earth this underground does dwell.
2: Ah, I'll find a pearl. He took a field. conch shell down and blew it. <laughs>
1: take me on a magical <laughs> journey i shall ride a seahorse then i'll be at high barnet by sunrise <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's different out there in the world mind you the other day i was out went to the cinema see juno i had to go use a subway and it was the same bit of subway that's the tube i saw those barriers i thought yeah, hey, oh, that's what i used to jump over them or sneak behind someone why is that person annoyed they still got through that's the problem yeah you know, I only ever did that once or twice. It's good, isn't it? But it's sort of like limbo dancing a little bit. They Whoa, go, "What are you, you doing? doing?" And you go, "Don't worry, I just go." Very... very attractive. Sometimes I double up a little bit of frottaging as well. Get a free journey. Also, rub me, willy about on some poor old lady's mac. It's a lovely way to pass the That's day. Obviously
2: joking. I remember we actually used to sometimes just climb over the barriers. Yeah. You Go, what are you doing? And you go, I don't exist.
1: <laughs> you know, this is a figment of your imagination.
2: <laughs> I'm from the future. You'd say things like that. <laughs> wave it because I were confused
1: <laughs> you're seeing something that hasn't yet happened go back to your booth <laughs> you ridiculous man how did that used to work if i was really here why would i be saying that this is medieval days <laughs> none of this makes sense <laughs> yeah it was good that was those times silly business really or what went on hold on what else did i see down there in that there subway there's a button you pressed on the wall for information you press the button and the phone starts ringing brr, brr, brr. You get the sense that someone's going to appear on the end of the line at some point, but I just drifted away. I didn't like it. I couldn't bear the tension. It what, was like a touch thing. It wasn't a touch screen, Matt. It was a button, such as you might find in Fisher-Price thing or other children's toys are available. Where you press the button, and you know, you think, "Well, I've learned how a cow sounds now." Something, right. yeah, yeah, Which is why is there so much prominence on what a cow sounds like? Why are children interested in that? It's never going to. You'll learn that eventually. You'll pick it up. He cow was, he goes had a, a lot of prominence in childhood. Didn't cow it? Cow go moo, pig goes oink. Frog. What does that go? And why? When is this ever? Is there ever going to be a test? Is it ever going to be relevant? Well, you were asked it a lot. Hmm? Are you bitter? Because you could never get it right. <laughs> uh, okay, pig. Now, I remember those. So those are the ones that like bananas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's King Kong. I know this one. No, <laughs> give me a moment, give me a moment, I'll be with you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, pig, yes, because they're named after the noise they make. Pig,
0: pig! Next! Say. <laughs>
1: come on, come on. Oh, this is getting quite good. So I put the triangle in the round one, and that way we've... No, oh, damn you, oh, God. Look, what if you gave me a softer shape and I could put it through any of these holes? I got on well with that lady, didn't I, old Ellie Baxter, off of the uh, news round? Quite a lot of rapport, I thought.
2: Not sexual rapport.
1: Didn't you think so? No, no. They're kind
2: of asexual.
1: News round presenters. Women. (laughs) You wouldn't have a sexualised news round presenter because it would be distracting. Although I do like a lot of newscasters, just Mm. because of the you know they're telling you stuff and it. I sometimes
2: think they should have. I know there is the news, but yeah. they should have something that's really dumbed down and stupid, yeah. like a news round for stupid adults.
1: <laughs> Why is that, Matthew? Because, because I think you don't some people don't watch the news, on.
2: because they feel like they don't, they're not part of that world. They think oh, this isn't concerned me. <laughs> you know, it's too, you know, boring for
1: them. Well, how would it work, this news show? What do you well, want to going. happen? All right, do another example of it. Oh hello! Come on. <laughs> oh hello! Like talking to an old woman. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, you're not going to believe this, right? Got, like... Camden's on bloody fire. Anyway, try not to worry. It's a lot of soot. See all that black cloud up there? Don't worry. That's just there's no more Camden now. Bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's that transvestite called Lily Savage? Savage. Do you want him to Man- do it? uh him him if want... uh, he came on and went oh right well in the middle oh, east right. oh well this is the basic what's happening and then said "Clearly, well, would... savage's news no i've made a mistake but <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have made a mistake as have i allowing you yeah. to emerge from the shadows into this but spotlight
2: stupid news has a place on television. stupid news People who don't watch the news make like, it a bit interesting because then you want a revolution, you've yeah. got to educate people, people have That's got to true. take an interest in what's going on.
1: Well, actually, no, I think that the apathy can go like you know, they say they say, of course, that apathy helps the, the status quo to be maintained, but I think eventually there'll be so much apathy that I'll go to people, come on, let's just kick off a whole news society, it's going to be a lot better, and they'll be so detached from what's been going on that I'll seem like I'm speaking a lot of sense, but they'll, they'll and a lot of it will just be a riddle, unfit and numb to everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want from my revolutionary force. A big load of slouchies. Well, you'll have to wheel
2: them to um, Hazard Parliament on their sofas.
1: <laughs> come on, guys, let's get in there. Let's make some fuss. Christopher Wren designed that. His name's the name of a bird as well. Come on. Wren I can did this House of Parliament, did yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He does all no. that sort of stuff that looks like matches. We can some find Look, on the idiot news, mate, you don't ask questions. You could present it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Well, I'm interested now, now that it sounds like a Because then at the end, you possess. could wink and go,
2: revolution, come on. <laughs> Oh, guys.
1: don't trust anything i've just said because i'm only saying it to keep you on your sofa you big fat idiot <laughs> 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 i'd never say that to anyone a polish anthropologist wants british people to make jokes about poles to help them blend into society michael <laughs> blend into society. What? You're sticking out from society like a jarring, vivid, livid portrait of yourself. Michael Garapish, a social anthropologist at Roehampton University, told Polish media that his countrymen were too sensitive and needed to lighten up. He said, what the English love to knock down most is pompousness, false ideas, and self-importance should be pomposity. Poles are touchy and have their taboo subjects. How Polish people react to being the butt of English humour would be a real test of whether or not Poles are really integrating into to Britain. If the Poles can learn anything from the British, it's not to take themselves too seriously. But what would we say about the Poles? Um, they're builders. <laughs> there now, have a good laugh about that racism. Stop taking yourself so seriously. That's, that's
2: what people would make the jokes and get about. Get
1: on and do our kitchens, for God's sake. So stay in there. We've been there a month. What's Americans going on? Do
2: have, like the equivalent of the old-fashioned Irish joke in America is a yeah. Polish joke.
1: Oh, that's not very nice. Well, that's what they
2: do. Or the Irish jokes. None of it.
1: Stop making. Don't
2: single people out. Don't try and blend them in by making jokes about them.
1: Just trying to blend you in, you bloody moron. <laughs> Get blended, you absolute. Catholicism. <laughs> blend away. Year of the Rat. Price of hamsters has tripled in China. After I'm doing this idiot news now. Look at how I react to stuff. You make yeah. a suggestion, bang. I'm straight on it. That's the way the show works. You're the rat. Prices of what? Tripled on hamsters. Yep, because. Not rats. Well, here's the news, my friend. <gasps> this is why it's a good job we've got this idiot news, because you're already baffled. And don't try and pretend it was some act of altruism setting up this idiot news when you'd be its number one viewer probably (laughs) sending in drawings of the presenters. Lily, I've done this you. Thanks for telling me about the news. Love you from Matt Morgan. By the way, is the soot in the sky really Camden? If so, can I still drink there? Love you. Bye.
2: I'm very intelligent, man. I get my news from the internet.
1: You don't know nothing about Don't buy papers, don't watch the telly. Look, stop going on about things, eh? I'm trying to do my news. Hamsters. The animals are considered lucky and more acceptable pets than rats since the Chinese New Year. The Chinese word for rat, laoshu, covers a wide variety of animals that can include kangaroo rats, hamsters and moles. (laughs) Pet shops have been selling out at comparatively high prices of 30 yuan. That's two quid per hamster. That's not much for a life, is it? Hang on a minute, how can they have one word
2: Mm. that means... Moles, rats, and hamsters. I know cause it's impossible to have a basic How conversation. Did you learn about to it? be a vet?
1: Oh no, there's a rat! Stroke mole, <laughs> stroke, moles, moles, stroke yeah. mouse, stroke vet's assistant, stroke stethoscope <laughs> <laughs> over there! What do we do? Yeah, that's no way to run a vet's. Meanwhile, a nanning zoo in southern China has been importing rat-like creatures around the world in a tribute to the new year. Rat-like creatures. What? Rats are everywhere. You'll probably I've get a phone call before <laughs> <laughs> He's talking. Ratting your way into Smashing Pumpkins gigs, <laughs> playing old Doug Wallace and his latest warblings. Doug Walker. Doug Walker, you mean Doug Walker?
0: The
2: mystery. It's out on... Uh...
1: Doug Walker, it's a mystery. <laughs>
2: March the 10th.
1: Why don't you stop licking Doug Walker's arse! <laughs> arse licker! Now, a lot of people say, Matt, that bigamy is a crime. Those people are the police and the legal system <laughs> of Great Britain. <clears throat> I, Russell Brand, think that it might be nice if I was as loud as many words as I want. Might it?
2: The thing is, if you don't marry him, mean, you might as well just live in sin with a load of women. In no sin, you.
1: big Catholic nit. <laughs> oh, I've been living in sin with my common law wife. All oh, black cross myself. <laughs> what can't speak, can't like. We're living in sin, you soppy sausage. Bigamist, let off jail as wives back him. Well, so they should. There is wives. Stand by your man. You know, once you've married him, get behind him. Never mind nitpicking about there being another <laughs> wife just over there, oovering up maintenance. Well, it turns out he was leading a double life. He was living a double life. He had one life and you have another one. Double life. A bigamist, who was, a bigamist who was exposed when he invited the same guest to both weddings. You bungling idiot. What a daft way to do it. Might as well have tried to use the same wedding cake. There's teeth marks in this wedding cake. Don't worry about that, you stupid cow. Get on with the oovering. Oh, Big- Bigamy is
2: a stupid name for it, because it sounds good, because it's got the word yeah. big in it. And yeah. also it sounds like, because me, sounds like oh, yeah. big of me. That's
1: big of you. Yeah, it was big of me. Oh, you married two women. I suppose you are really big. Yeah, it was real big of me. You both full fool. Listen is what he's done now. He, w- he, w- he invited the same guest to both weddings. He walked free from court yesterday after his wives forgave him. Randolph Edge, nice name, 54, hand in hand with first wife, Edna Winkle. Nice. Winkle that and Edge.
2: Like Edna Winkle, so that's the Edna
1: Winkle. <laughs> Edna Winkle, Edna <laughs> Winkle, Edna <laughs> Winkle. She's just a
2: lovely head with a Winkle. What about that bit in James Bond, the latest James Bond, where she goes, James, even if you adjust your head and your little Little finger finger.
1: no your lips no your your little little finger finger. you'd be more of a man than anyone what i'd be a weird little monstrosity (laughs) like the caterpillar man i once read about in the world's book of amazing freaks which purported to be a celebration because it was called something like incredible people and it spent the whole book sniggering (laughs) in (laughs) (laughs) english look at this incredible SPECIAL FREAK! <laughs> right, there was a bloke called Caterpillar Man. He didn't have nothing except an head and a body, much like James Bond in the depiction by that bird. And, a, like, he done as a trick was rolled cigarettes with his lips. That was his oh, job. Wow. <laughs> did, that was his job oh, at a no. circus. He looked alright. He was called the Caterpillar, caterpillar Man.
2: Caterpillar Man? He'd be more not just a... Well, he wouldn't look like a caterpillar, would he?
1: The only trouble is he's never going to metamorphosise into Butterfly Man. Simply, he's just going to starve to death in a sock drawer. <laughs> That's the real you him Pez Man? Pez Man? Yeah, okay. Pez Dispenser Man. Yeah. Mm, Like, he'd his head back and get a nice refresher out of his body. Yeah. Mm, Alright, fair enough. Well, I'll suggest it to the distant (laughs) past and see if it could be amended, Matt, but I don't know if we have that kind of power. Randolph Edge, 54, arrived with his wife, Edna Winkle, Edna- Yeah, that is a true thing. If James Bond was just some lips and fingers. I've got an idea if I was Edna Winkle. Come on, love. No winkle, yeah, I've got it. No winkle, you're it. My winkle, go on, girl. Who's that lady over there? Don't worry about her. Just get on with your work. And, and also, oh you do the ironing? No winkle. <laughs> and, uh, here you, ass crack and iron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what a way to live. The pair were married <clears throat> for four years until they separated in 2006, but never divorced. He then illegally wed 21-year-old. 21. He's 54. 21-year-old. Patience Carey. Patience and, and Care.
2: Everyone's <clears throat> got a storybook name in this. This is a preposterous tale. She's so lovely that when she found out she went, oh, mm. I'm patient and, and caring. I'm a bit She really She's caring. just an Edna Winkle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose I shouldn't be jealous
2: of <laughs> anyone living on the edge. Robert. <laughs> no, Robert Edge.
1: Yeah, he's Robert Edge. She's Edna Winkle. She's patient and caring. <laughs> Patience carry Edge. <laughs> she gets that name. What a dark uh, cow. <gasps> Patience caring. No, not, you know, she might be nice. Patience Carey Edge and Ms. Carey are no longer in a relationship but still live together and even and are even better friends than ever. Yesterday at Norwich Crown Court, Ms. Carey pleaded for him to be spared jail. Ms. Winkle was giving Edge a second chance, his lawyer said. The trucker of Kingsley, Norfolk was sentenced to twelve months' supervision, hundred hours of community service. Judge Peter Thompson warned, do not treat anybody with this kind of disdain again. Right. Mm, he mm. was married to him as well. Didn't <laughs> want to bring it up. <laughs> you absolute fiend. Oh, and when you get in, could you please feed the dog? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's it, don't do it after that. <laughs>
2: that's because he's a trucker, you say? because
1: he mm. can always go, Oh, I've been trucking all night. Oh, that bloody truck. Just when I thought I didn't have to do more tracking, I'd have another couple of yeah, hours of tracking. I must have tracked myself, census. Is that why you're so tired, all the tracking? Yeah, I tracked my brains out before I got here. I've been tracking this way, I've been tracking that. I can't be tracking bothered. There he goes then, old Robert Edge. One of Lovely the names
2: on display there.
1: Yeah, patience, Carey, no Winkle, James. Even if you were just a glass of tit milk and a dirty <laughs> lie, I'd still love you more than the man in the moon. <laughs> how, did get, how did that get into the final edit of that I, film? I, as soon as I saw that line, I'd go, look, get Everyone that out. Everyone
2: laughs. Everyone laughs at that bit. Yeah. Everyone they laughed in the the cinema? cinema. Yeah. Mm. Down well, the cinema. Down the cinema, you yeah. know. We go to the cinema. I go to the cinema every boat. some try to sell me some popcorn. I go to the cinema, got
1: 10 fags in the lighter. 10 fags in the lighter? try to go, Do you want some popcorn? Yeah, I was trying to buy some popcorn off that guy, and then he reached over and touched me on a dick. You might <laughs> want to get a policy together where that sort of thing doesn't happen. It's so I want a full and complete refund. So I'm sorry, sir, this isn't a cinema, and I would like to tear up that marriage certificate right now. They don't call me. Dorothy trustworthy for nothing. If you are
2: listening and confused, don't worry, <laughs> <mind it>. everyone <laughs> else is, and we're hoping this will end soon.
1: Not likely it won't. I've got yet more things that I nearly don't half believe, nor nothing. Ah, oh, good old life, eh? Soon I'll be off in another country. But how are you gonna cope? That's the main thing. You're listening oh, to Russell right. Brand BBC Radio 2. I'm here with Matt Morgan. How are you gonna cope?
2: Uh, oh, we're doing the show, aren't we, somehow?
1: Oh yeah, we'll do the That'll show. that a
2: lifeline for me.
1: Hey, You said that, shocking! You are gonna pop over Los Angeles? yes uh, three o'clock three o'clock see you there i'll be at the station here i'll probably see I will come over. mckenna won't i paul mckenna hypnotist yes yes ah oh, good old america that's that one with their flags made out of lines and, and the galaxy isn't it yes been there for like it there it's nice yeah yeah i'll be happy there So what?
2: you've got a nice house with a swimming pool and stuff. Yeah, Spectre's quite nice. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Just pace around reading your lines.
1: Yeah, pace around, think about album getting on with Adam Sandler, I suppose. I wonder if he'll come on the show.
2: Might do, mightn't
1: he? He might do. I interviewed him once on MTV, you Remember, Matt? Yes. That was I back do. Before i become the movie star, wouldn't it? Remember? Before I'd become the movie star. Remember that bit? You know, sitting down. You, know, you thought I might have some toughies. Now, <laughs> I think I've gone mad
2: again. You know this Hollywood thing? Oh, yes. You don't deserve it.
1: <laughs> you don't deserve Hollywood. You've been very silly all morning. You've not listened to your arithmetic. Hold on, I'm just on the to say brilliant i can't tell what it is yet but we'll bloody well get there what hold on it's just my brain it's formulating something it's formulating something quite marvelous it's about to do with trust or something <laughs> oh god i think
2: <laughs> you're about to faint
1: no 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 here i go <laughs> here goes my brain it's here comes on. the floor <laughs> hold on a minute the floor shouldn't be up here <laughs> with my face oh, <laughs> how come i know how a carpet tastes like i believe we've got made pa on the blower Nick is talking to her. Nick, our vicar-son producer, is trying to persuade her to come on the show. Get her on here. Go on, put her through the desk. She'll come on. How can she not? We've got all sorts of effortless charm. Because apparently she's trying to fall on a sword for Maidley, Going like, oh, well, I just didn't pass on the message to Richard. Texted Nick. Nick's calling her back now. You can see Nick is just trying oh, to persuade her to come yeah. on. But the Peter, so the... She's was, scared. Look at Nick being charming. I wonder what it's like. I wish we could hear Nick. Wouldn't it be good? Punch him through. See what he's like. Don't hit him. <clears throat> I just meant spat him through, you know, not punch him, I didn't mean hurt him. Well, we might have Richard Magley's PA on, justifying why Richard didn't come on the show, having pledged to do just that, but we may not because nick looks like he's floundering nick think of your father this is a chance to impress daddy vicar <laughs> he might use you in one of his sermons nick if you can get the pae to come on to the show to make up for your failure do you believe in god nick expressed very clearly to me that he was an atheist and that his father's job and this is his words was don't a waste of time like a waste of time dulling the minds of his parishioners you weren't brought up religious so you don't understand you don't understand what it's like. I understand. I what religion means that's that one where there's some other life after this one and you've got to do as you're told or you'll never let it in so there I've understood the concept perfectly and as far as I can see there's love in all our hearts come on Nick 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 the vicar's son he let his father
2: down If so she's saying no you can't <laughs> you can't you can't make her go on air he can I mean, of course he can you can you get in. people
1: to do things with charm here he comes look he's got a phone in his hand the Nick, way Nick. you use
2: charm mm. is a bit like the way people use hypno
1: Right, is she coming up. Maidley PA, what's wrong, woman? Hello? Well, I'll talk to her. Yeah. But how are we going to hear it on the radio? Oh, oh gosh, this
2: is ridiculous. Hello? Hello, Richard, maidley PA? Russell's now on the phone to her.
1: It's utterly your fault. Why don't you come on the radio and apologise? Oh,
2: Sinead, don't worry. I suppose she did the shoplifting, too. Oh, Sinead. Saki, Saki. Sinead,
1: if one of my PAs had done this, and God knows there's been a legion of them, I'd have got him SO BLOODY PREGNANT! Right, bye, love. Bye. Right, <clears throat> so, uh, She goes, up. Uh, she was really, like she was like a samurai. She was so noble about it. I'm so sorry. I, I goes, Come on the radio and apologise. Well, I've been being a PA for 12 years. I, have not been on the radio. I, I won't do that. But I'm so sorry. I wrote it all down on a piece of paper. It's not Richard's fault. <clears throat> oh. Very loyal. Very loyal and decent.
2: If I... Sort of, was she an older woman or a young woman? I suppose she's, she's so dead very... at 12 years. She's got to be 40.
1: Like a lovely spinster. I imagined her sat in some garret somewhere.
2: You speak very nicely to PAs who aren't your own. (laughs) I notice.
1: Uh, uh, Was that
2: quite nice? That's fine. People make mistakes. That's all right. Obviously, if you worked for me, I'd drag you around my house by your muzzle.
1: (laughs) Like a monkey's got a muzzle, you mean? Like that monkey yeah, bit like that comes bit of out of his face? Yeah. Come here!
2: Or do you maybe muzzle them?
1: Let me show you what a bad yes, PA biscuits looks are like. Not for you. They're my biscuits. <laughs> You're muzzled, so you can't steal crumbs. <laughs> if you want to grate biscuits through your muzzle like a dog, <laughs> then you may, but it's very undignified. My PAs have all been treated like the little princesses that I conceived that they were. Yeah, well, you know, mate, it's tough, isn't it? It's a it? difficult job, isn't difficult it? Difficult job, difficult. Difficult job. To be me or Richard Mayfield's PA. All right, I've got a bit of a. Oh, let's listen to a bit of Steptones, son. <laughs> <By> old Nid. <laughs> no, that's the... what it's called, isn't it? Old Ned by Ron. A <laughs> couple of minutes to news. Just put it as a bed. <laughs> All right. <By> old But <laughs> 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 Is it our relationship is isn't unlike Steptones, son? Is it? Who's who though? Uh, I'm the young one. You ain't the young one. You're the No,
2: one. I'm more miserable. You're the dreamer, so you're the young one. Oh,
0: Christ! We've got to get out of this but situation. i impression
2: of him. I can't do the old man.
1: Matthew, Matthew,
2: who's that? The old man? Yes, yeah, i, no, that's I That wasn't as good as it used to be.
1: No, I've ruined it. I'm, no, still I'm radio sorry. waiting i I've, I've sort of trapped you, I suppose, in many ways. Get it off! It's confusing, isn't You it asked thing? for it! I don't like how people have beds on radio. I don't know how they manage it. I went on some other people's radio shows. They had a bed in the background. It's confusing. Go with
2: the tone of it. Come on, talk to the tone of it. Recount us a tale so you're really ashamed of <laughs> Imagine you're at A.A.,
1: but it's weird. <laughs> once, <laughs> once when I got rid once of this I bit. went to... <laughs> A rifle through me mother's purse. This booze has been a curse. I don't want to do it to the truth of old steptoes, old neck. Well, it's confusing me. It's making my mind feel unusual. It was like when I had to do that record with Chrissy Innes that time. Very difficult business. God, you and her. Well, what was going on there? I know. That was the last radio show we'd done. <clears throat> should have been. We should never have been allowed back it's terrible, after honestly. that chaos. Yeah, what was going on?
2: was like the Middle East between you. It
1: really was a Palestinian exchange that went on between me and her. A Zion versus Palestine banter mm. that went on. A, a very chilly chat. No, but actually, I go on dead well with her, uh, Chrissy. Irons. Like That's why she sort of came on, saw her in a vegetarian restaurant, chatted, hey, Chrissy, Irons, Yeah, she awesome seemed like cool.
2: she was on, on guard. She thought, like, you know, if you said something jokey, she suddenly
1: went, what? What? What do you mean by that? What do you mean you'd like to sleep with me and my daughter? Is that a problem? <laughs> oh come on, Chrissy! Yeah, no, Look no, on the actually, bright side. No, I remember it. You're
2: <clears throat> an absolute pervert.
1: I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, but actually, to tell you the truth, what I was—that was. That was actually just get myself out of a bit of a scrape yeah and what i was trying to do was no, i'm going to say that that's what a gentleman would say oh no so what i was trying to do was get myself out of a scrape because i was going oh your daughter's all right <laughs> so what you call it these days <laughs> oh god i've got myself in a scrape <laughs> yeah. would you I mind like spitting it? on that some lube <laughs> oh jesus
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've got myself in a dreadful scrape <laughs> if there was an argument the sodomy is that there <laughs> what well, i've got myself caught up in no what i mean is like i no. go. like i said something about her daughter being attractive then i've realized oh no that's probably a terrible thing to say to a woman like you know that's a mother because she's probably aware that she's not as young as she was saying her daughter's attractive might be offensive i thought i know how to get out of this i'll suggest the mother and daughter threesome. i then realized that in itself has its own pejorative connotations don't mm. it so Best thing
2: is... I have painted yourself as some sort of bumbling Reggie Perrin. Like and <laughs> actually, you're just rude. <laughs> oh, no, cracking
1: <crikey>, now I've <laughs> shagged her daughter and then made friends with her. And... Oh, me, what's next? <laughs> Crawling around, knocked over a vase with my elbow. I've invited my racist boss over, my Japanese neighbour, It's a right conundrum. I've had it <laughs> off with everyone in the room. I'm referring to genitals as a scrape, which is what a fox digs when it's in a hurry and hasn't got time to do a proper burrow. No. <laughs> whole thing's been a bloody disgrace. I don't know how I got in this chicken coop in the first place. <laughs> right, here comes Poet of the show, Mr. Guinevere. <laughs> okay, this poem's called Recycling Proficiency. Back from an adventure on Caribbean seas, missing the fame and attention like rice Mrs. peas, coming back with a wife's nightie stained with cake by Sarah Lee, gone but not forgotten like a little cup of bigamy. Here on today's Stupid News,
2: there's been bouncers pin pinning, ducks with hard beaks not grinning, Richard Madeley's not ringing, he's probably
0: out time corridor fishing. So welcome to Diatribe in Print, we're taking eye tests but blink, reunited by jingle sounds and news round bound with excitable winks. Searching for links
2: to gain tickets yet remaining moralistically good, next step the land of patience and caring, hooray for
0: Hollywood.
1: <laughs> Woo! Mr G, I really like his poems, they really start the show dead well, I listen and go, oh yeah I remember that bit, <laughs> oh yeah I remember that bit. Isn't it a brilliant idea of me when I had that idea to have Mr G do them poems? So in a way, I get the credit, do I? <laughs>
2: Pretty much, yeah. Mm.
1: <clears throat> Good old me.
2: His I poem's ch- a million echo of your brilliant idea.
1: <laughs> I made an idea back in the old days, and then here we go now, down the canyon of life, Mr G done a poem out of his mouth. <laughs> I could reel that in through the corridors of time. Time wouldn't be in corridors, would it? It doesn't even People exist. People do say that, though. Corridors of time. Mm. That's ridiculous And corridors place of power. The corridors of power. That makes more sense. Well, because you'd go down a corridor to get to the office of the Prime Minister. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but saying I, like I don't know. I wouldn't take a fishing rod, though. Right, okay, well, thank you for listening to our show. Thank you, Richard Maidley and your peer. <laughs> <laughs> next week, I'll be in Los Angeles. Do you come in Los Angeles or not? Yes. Right, Matt will be there as well. No, not next week. Oh, make your mind up, making your mind up. I'm going go in about Another a month. skirt, making your mind up, and another skirt. Come on, keep taking those skirts off. Make Making your mind up, I think that's going Making your mind up. Pull that leotard to one side. You gotta ease it up. You gotta get in my scrape. Backspace. Oh yeah. Don't get that muddled up, you salty old sort. We'll all be priggers. Priggers play pop, pop, dun, 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 dun. wake up in his own sick. Cheggers drink cough mixture. Ah, there you go. That's bought up a bit of time. So thank you. For listening to our show, joining us now with a bit of idiot's news. Matt, well done. Everyone over there, well (laughs) done. (laughs) To let down a vicar. Your dad done your ass willing. Right, come on.
2: Back in your little cage.
1: (laughs) Back! I don't want to go in there. Back to Hampstead. (laughs) No! Let me near my wives. My wives will help me. Come on, girls. Tabitha. (laughs) Nick, biscuit. Come on. Hold me up. Where's my sedan chair? Where is it? This is BBC Radio 2. Online on digital. I'm like, hey, what night, what Here is some bloody old news.